Undisclosed Bunker Studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas. Glad to be here on this Friday edition of the show, our September 11th edition of the show. Yeah, this is a big night. 19 years ago, America was, well, America's never been the same. Let's just put it that way. We're going to talk about that in the next hour, honoring those that lost their lives, first responders and such, uh, due to the 9-11 attacks. Happens to be my anniversary as well. 28 years. 28 years of marriage bliss today. And some ask, well, Steve, why are you on the microphone? Why, why are you here tonight? Responsibility to you, number one. I have responsibility, number one. Number two is my lovely wife and I did spend the whole day together and went and shopped for each other, had a wonderful lunch at one of our favorite places, and then um, I'm here in the studio, and then tonight we have some gourmet Italian food coming in. Oh, yeah, some good stuff that we love, and we're going to sit in the theater room and watch a cool movie and just uh, dinner and a show. I mean, there's nowhere to go. Unless you want to sit with a bunch of people looking silly with masks inside a restaurant that is social distanced, can't go to a concert, can't go to a comedy show, can't go to a music event, you can't you can't go anywhere, can't go to a movie. Thank God, thank God, I convinced my wife to build a movie theater room in our home, which we did, and uh, I'm great, man. I'm telling you, sit there. We got movie theater seating. 150 screen, uh, inch screen. And I'm telling you, man, I'd rather do that and be in my own surroundings than be out and about, especially right now when, well, it just doesn't look so good out there. Doesn't look good at all in California. Doesn't look good at all in Oregon. Not only do we have civil unrest going on in, in those states, we have fires going on. Detriment, major detriment, loss of lives. There's a lot of innuendo out there. You know, I, I'm just not one that's going to report and say something that I don't know to be fact. But I would I would think and I would assume over time we're going to find out. And I hope to God this isn't the case. And some are saying that uh, the fires are being set by arsonists, those that are in the protest business. I hope to God that's not the case. But it's not like fires weren't set to buildings it's not like fires weren't sent to businesses and police stations and uh, homes in Minneapolis and in Portland and other areas. So, you know, I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I just hope to God and pray to God that that's not the case because this is just out of whack. It just it just is. There's just so much civil unrest. And if you recall, Ron the Lollipop 
called and uh, last week and said, you just are irresponsible in saying that there's civil unrest or a civil war going on in this country. And friends, again, I ask you, do you think that I'm in error? Of course, there's civil unrest and there's a civil war. And it's not the civil war that's the North and the South. Of course not. Let's just be smart about things. But there's a civil war going on in this country. Let's not pretend that there's not. And I, I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand more times. It's a civil war that is basically one of intellect or lack thereof. Ideology, I guess, is the better terminology. And then there's the physical aspect of it because we're seeing that. We're seeing that more and more and more. And it seems that there's a handful of people that are the targets in this civil war. It's true. If you're basically white, if you're a pro-Trump, pro-flag, or if you're a cop, you're a target. Can you hear me? Tell me I'm wrong. If you're white, if you're pro-Trump, wearing a flag shirt, wearing a MAGA hat, if you're pro-country, pro-patriotism, or a cop, you're a target in this civil war. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, tell the police chief in South Carolina that he's wrong. Franco Fuda. Tell him he's wrong. He's at home, in his home, kicking back in his home. The doorbell rings. He answers the door. And someone slashes his face with an ice pick. Tell me we're not in a civil war. Tell me. This is going to happen more and more. You're going to tell me we're not seeing cops being beaten. We're not going to see cops being shot at. We're not seeing uh, rocks and bricks thrown at police officers today. We're not seeing people that work in restaurants putting all kinds of poisons into people, into cops' drinks. We're seeing that. We've seen it. So don't tell me that's not happening. Don't tell me that's not happening. So we are in some somewhat of a civil war. We are in civil unrest. And you know what's horrible? You know what's horrible about this? Is that blue state governors, liberal mayors, don't seem to want to address this correctly. Let's just use Portland, Oregon as the example, because Portland, Oregon has been the example. Over a 100 days now. We have seen unrest every single night. Deadly riots, violent, deadly riots have taken place for now more than a 100 days every single night. And do you know that the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, is actually disciplining the police officers and accusing them of misconduct as they respond to rioters? So are you telling me, Mayor Wheeler, that the cops are just supposed to stand down when they're getting spat in their face, when they're getting hit behind the head, when they're getting rocks and bricks thrown at them, shots fired at them, uh, pipe bombs thrown, or these those bottles with fire, I don't remember uh, what they're called, but I mean, this is hell. It's hell on earth. If you wanted to see what a glimpse of hell on earth is, that's where it is. This is ridiculous. Our cops are being told to stand down, that they can't respond. 
I mean, they already took gas away from these cops in Oregon. They're not supposed to use tear gas anymore. How are they supposed to get these rioters, these thugs, these criminals, these arsonists in order? And my question really is this. Why in the hell have we not allowed the National Guard to go in there and round all these bastards up and throw them in jail? Hey, look, maybe we should just do what they were doing in China, spraying them down with blue dust so that we know who they are so they can go get arrested. This is, an, this is an outrage. You should be outraged by this. And don't tell me it can't come to Vegas because it's already been here. Let's just rewind the last couple weekends of the civil unrest happening in the Encore down on Fremont Street. See, no one's really talking about that because everybody wants to be hush-hush about it. No one wants to scare the hell out of anybody anymore because already in Nevada, you've got an inept governor that doesn't know how the hell to get the state back in play. Oh, friends, we're in real trouble. We're in real trouble until we fight back. And when I say fight back, I'm not saying go look for trouble. I'm talking about letting the authorities fight back. Stop taking power away from the authorities to round these, these, these thugs up and put them in jail and, and not allow Hollywood to raise all kinds of dollars for their bail. I mean, think about that for a moment. This is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with. And my God, like, let's just use a, another example. Washington, D.C. We have an inept mayor in Washington, D.C. as well. Civil unrest happening every single night. Things are out of control in Washington, D.C. And do you realize, do you realize that the cops in Washington, D.C. were forced to arrest two students, okay? for chalking a pro-life message outside of a Planned Parenthood facility. Okay, chalking, taking chalk and putting an anti-pro, uh, or excuse me, a pro-life message. They get arrested, but yet they refuse to do the same to the Black Lives Matter protesters who are spray-painting outside of the Department of Justice buildings. So the Black Lives Matter get to spray paint, which doesn't rub off easily, on city property, government buildings. But two students take chalk and they write a pro-life message on the sidewalk outside of a Planned Parenthood facility and they're arrested. Are you going to try to tell me there's not civil unrest? Are you going to try to tell me there's not a civil war going on in this country? Because there is. And it's going to get worse. Are you going to tell me that you feel that safe walking around with your Make America Great Again? And would you allow your child to wear a United States flag t-shirt? Would you allow your teenager to go to the mall wearing a pro-Trump t-shirt? Would you feel comfortable in today's day and age to be able to say to your 15-year-old son, your 15-year-old daughter, certainly, you can go out in a MAGA hat. Certainly, you can go out in a pro-Trump t-shirt. Certainly, you can wear the United States flag. Certainly, you can wear a t-shirt that says First Amendment. You can wear a t-shirt that says pro-Second Amendment. Hell, you can wear a t-shirt that says the NRA. Are you going to sit here and tell me that you honestly feel comfortable to send your kids to the fashion show mall 
and allow them to wear that t-shirt in light of what we're facing today as a country. And if you can say, no, I'm not, Steve, I'm scared to death, then you know what that means? And this is for Ron the Lollipop out there. Well, you know what that means? That we're in a civil war. There's civil unrest happening to the left and the right. Oh, we get in our bubbles in Summerlin. We get in our bubbles in Scottsdale, Arizona. But my God, when we get outside the bubble, if we dare, we've got real problems going on. And now I open up the phone lines to you. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break, and then we're going to come back and start taking those calls. Don't go away. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back to the program. Friday edition of the show. Glad to be with you. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. You know, it's funny. Governor Newsom is saying, we're facing a climate damn emergency it's time we get with the problem. Look, I'll be honest with you, Governor Newsom. I don't think these forest fires or these wildfires are climate change. It's one of two things. Number one, you've been warned to cut back and to literally start clean up so that you're not prone to have wildfires, but the environmentalist wackos of California that basically contribute in the millions to you and your party, you basically will never go down that road, but you'll blame climate change, which is a man-made, made-up uh, uh, hoax. Okay, let's just be honest. Or number two, and I hope it's not number two, it's arson. Because there are anonymous witnesses saying, we have seen, we know that these Antifa types are going out there and doing this. Now, look, I don't want to put the blame on anybody. I pray to God that no one is that nuts to go do something like this. But friends, we've seen businesses be burned to the ground. We've seen cop cars lit on fire. We've seen city hall buildings burned, police precincts burned. Residential neighborhoods attempted to be burned. So could it be possible? Yeah, anything's possible, and I hope to God that's not it. So when I get accused of being irresponsible for talking about civil unrest, I beg your pardon. There's no irresponsibility here. I'm being responsible, and I'm giving you a truth. It's a truth you may not like. Hell, you may not want to swallow that horse pill of truth, but nevertheless, it's still a truth. And now we go to our busy calls. First up tonight is Sunny. Sunny, welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. Um, first time caller, I wanted to bring to the audience's attention about um, my husband is a dual resident of Arizona as well as Las Vegas, and uh -huh. he sent in for an absentee ballot. And today he got a call from the registrar of voters um, saying that there has his name has been removed from the voting registry. And uh, apparently there is a pattern of Maricopa County removing Republican voters. And so he has to re-register to vote in Arizona. And I just wanted to make, uh, make you guys aware of that. It's very concerning. I'm, I'm grateful that you brought this up. And I'll tell you what, this happened to my wife as well. 
Uh, my wife as well wasn't uh, found in the registry. And we're like, come on, what the hell's going on? We've been registered forever. So she had to as well. And it was funny because I, I don't know, call it a prophetic insight. I, I just one day said, you know, Marie, you really need to check your, your voter registration. And I told her this. I said, just make sure that you're, you're, you're registered as, a, as an independent because, you know, we were Republican. And in 2010, we registered as, as uh, independents. Uh, so she said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me go. And, well, they couldn't find her anywhere. I mean, it wasn't on the registry. So I'm glad you're bringing this to our attention, Sonny, because trust me, it is happening. And it's not just Maricopa County. It's Clark County and many other counties around the country. Trust me when I tell you that. Exactly. And uh, just thank you for what you do every day. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, Sonny. And your name brightened up my day. So I appreciate hey. that. Thank you. <laughs> Have, Have a good time. weekend. All right. God bless. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls and jump over to Carl. Carl, you're next. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Steve. Uh, on this day, uh, I don't know if you remember what happened to you that day. It happened. But I was up here. I was in California at 630 in the morning. Yeah. Because I was, I was, I wasn't retired then. I was in practice, and I was mm-hmm. looking over some case files of a couple of patients that I was going to be having that day. And what it hit me is what would be the effect on them? Yeah, uh, they having psychological problems, and I was very upset that it may really affect them badly. And I was trying to figure well, what I would say to them. But yeah. what I really wanted to get at is what I remember most about that day. You might not like it, but it's. Our president, and you can look Who, Bush? Up. No, a president today. What he said. Oh, oh Trump. Okay. Look, well, he wasn't the president can, then. Yeah. Well, our president. I meant today. You can oh, okay. look this all up. Uh, he today was at Flight 93 uh, Field for the memorial service where the plane went in. Mm. And yet, I remember very when that happened. He says, "From my building, I saw people jumping from the buildings, jumping. He was too far away to see that." He says, now, how empathetic he is, now I have the tallest building in the area after the two went down. Well, let let, let me help you because, you know, you got to get good notes because your mind's slipping from you. Number number one is I do remember this day very well because it was my ninth wedding anniversary at the time. Carl, I got to bounce him up on break. Thank you. Uh, I was, uh, it was my ninth. Today is my wedding anniversary, 28 years. So that was my ninth wedding anniversary my wife was packing a bag we were getting ready to do a staycation and get the hell out of dodge and then everything went down and it changed all our lives forever uh but you're in error of what you're saying you better go back and get your cue cards you're you're sounding like a biden you need a teleprompter donald trump said that he saw people celebrating in the street that were of middle eastern descent and people laughed and said that's not true well guess what it was true and there was clips that were found, and they were quickly removed. And you can't find them. It's difficult if that's what you're talking about. Oh, and by the way, he went to Ground Zero out of his own pocket and paid crews to actually help recover bodies so they could be identified. I don't remember any other liberal or Republican doing that. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back.
program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Friday edition of the show. Newsmax TV. You've heard me talk about Newsmax. I'm a contributor with Newsmax, and there's a reason for that. Unapologetically conservative. Real news for real people. No question about it. But I don't think that other networks are giving justice to David Horowitz and his pro-Trump book called Blitz. They're just giving a lot of media coverage to the anti-Trump book, Bob Woodward's Rage. There's a reason for that. Think about it. Two plus two always equals four. But let me talk about Blitz for a moment by David Horowitz. It has been on the New York Times bestseller list for 10 weeks, and the big media, they don't even talk about it. Isn't that something? Shouldn't that tell you something? I'll tell you why. This is why. Blitz exposes the big media. It exposes the secret billionaires who want to stop Donald Trump. It reveals the agenda of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So what am I saying? You need to read Blitz. I have, and it's a great book. You can get it at bookstores, or you could check out the free offer just by calling 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 1-800-NEWSMAX, or you can go visit Blitz411.com. Pretty easy. Blitz. 411.com. Don't forget to watch Newsmax TV. You can watch great shows like Huckabee, Great Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, and so many more. You can find Newsmax on all major cable systems or just get it for free on Roku, uh, YouTube, Apple TV, Chromecast, Amazon Fire, or even just your smart TV. Or you could do what I do. Download the Newsmax TV app for free, either at App Store or Google Play, and then you can watch it on demand anytime you would like. Newsmax TV, I watch it. I love it. I want you to start watching it as well. All right, we've got a lot of calls on hold, so let's go ahead and get right back to business. I want to move JD up to the, uh, to the top of the line here. He wants to rebuke Carl. And so, J.D., you've got the floor, my friend. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have to compliment you and conservative talk show hosts like yourself who give so much time and courtesy to progressive liberals like uh, Mr. Carl. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Normally on the AM show, if I were to call, which I've stopped calling for about eight months, I would get 10 seconds hung up on and called a moron, a this, and a that. And... uh, I don't think I'm a moron, this or that. I think I can have a conversation. And uh, you let him have his time. And I think Mr. Trump, Carl, knows, as a builder and a lifelong New Yorker, that the Empire State Building and the Chrysler Building are taller than his buildings. When he referred to talking, seeing people jump out of the window, I think he was pro- out of the buildings. I think he was in front of his television watching that. As someone who used to go to New York City three or four times a week in the 60s and 70s, I'm very familiar with Jersey City, Hoboken, New York, and there were actual films of Muslims and uh, people in Jersey City and Hoboken jumping up and down. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, as you stated to him. But unfortunately, Mr. Carl said the same tripe that he said to you on the morning show and he got all kinds of time, and one of the morons on the morning show agreed with him 100%. Now, again, if you remember, I'm sure you remember, we had a debate maybe four or five, six months ago, and I uh, was available for an ongoing debate on a Friday night, I think it was. That is true. And, uh, and you, and you uh, agreed to it, and uh, we were scheduled for the following week to debate, but uh, Mr. Uh, Carl uh, didn't uh, see the need 
I guess, to show up and defend himself or defend his party or defend uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, you know, again, you have the uh, courtesy of allowing regular Americans to call your show and irregular Americans to call your show. Well, J.D., so I, I appreciate the, that. I would I, issue the challenge. I'm sure maybe unless he's a hit-and-run hit type of guy, if he's still listening, then, uh, and if it's uh, okay with you, uh, if he would call back, I'd be willing to debate him on anything. And if he does call back, then I would call back. And if you want, then we would, we would chat. Well, J.D., and I appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. And, you know, look, I've said this over. When I took over this slot uh, a little better than a year ago now, I made it very clear to this audience, you know, it wasn't my first rodeo, wasn't my first limo ride. I'd been in syndication on Sunday nights for many moons, heard here on KDWN as well. But I said this was the people's show, and all people, you know, Christian, atheist, Muslim, you know, uh, uh, Republican, conservative, liberal, in the middle, I don't care. Uh, we're going to have an opportunity to agree, disagree. Sometimes we'll do some knockdown dragouts, but at the end of the day, the only way you move forward and progress as a country or as a people is to share ideas and to listen to them. I'm very quick to uh, rebuke and rebuke uh, someone that says something silly, and I'll do that. There's no question about it. I, I'll, I play no games here. But at the end of the day, um, I always try to do what needs to be done because I care about this audience and the people that listen to this show, either if they love me or they hate me, are what basically is putting us in the ratings where we're at because I was always taught to respect to the best of my ability. But the offer is out there, J.D. Uh, yes, Carl does owe you a debate. I think our audience would love that on a Friday. And, Carl, if you're listening, which I know you are. I mean, you cannot. You've listened to this show more than just before I took over this evening drive. You were listening to my Sunday night syndicated show for years, so I know you're listening, Carl. I would love to have you and J.D. have an intellectual debate. It would be fair. It would be moderated by me, where each of you have a great opportunity. I'd give you a 15-minute segment for both of you to share your side. Republican conservative versus liberal Democrat right here on KDWN. I'll do it next Friday. J.D.'s put the offer out there. Carl, it's all on you. Don't be a Joe Biden and say you can't make the debate, okay? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. Let's get right back to business. Ed, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Great show. You don't pull any punches. I like that. But my my way of thinking, I'm so tired. Why don't we get to the source? Who's ever funding these groups? We need to arrest these people and put them in prison. So we need to get to the source. I agree. No, I, I, I agree. And how do they you do know, this? How do these people skate? Nobody seems to go after these people. And, and it's, are you it's right frustrating. about wearing that to make America great again? Because I've only seen one person wear a T-shirt that had "Make America Great" on their on their shirt. People are fearing for their lives to wear these uh, hats and, and and that T-shirts, and that's a shame. Yeah, it's something you say that, Ed, because in my neighborhood, um, someone put a Trump sign up uh -huh. three or four houses down. And, um, you know, and my son was the one that told me, he said, hey, you know, there's someone with wow. a Trump sign. I said, well, you got to give them a lot of credit. And he said, why don't you put sure. a Trump sign up on your mm -hmm. front yard? Well, my house, it's in a gated community, but it's still on the corner of, uh -huh. and I'm thinking, if someone knows I live there, just there because go. I'm in talk radio, I've yep. got grandkids, I've got a wife, and this is how awful this is, because I'm not afraid of anything, but I don't want any mischievous 
uh, behavior, and I don't want a yeah. pipe bomb thrown through my window. There you go. See, they're putting, they're putting, that's a trouble. They're putting fear tactics, and we're, we're afraid of these people. We gotta have to do something. I'm tired of, if this is George, is George Soros America, is he American citizen? Who is this guy? If he's funding these groups, who is this guy? Well, George this Soros? guy has, he has devalued currencies. He has broken, uh, you know, countries in half. Jeez. It's, it's, uh, you know, and he is absolutely liberal. I mean, there's no question about it. I, you know, and it's hard, and I appreciate the call, Ed. Thank you. It, it's hard to put, you know, your hand on it. Is it Soros? No one knows for sure. But the evidence kind of points to that because, you know, some of his packs kind of lead to, you know, kind of follow the money. Uh, but you would probably be surprised, Ed, of others that are involved. And, and it's like, you know, Laura Ingram inv- uh, interviewed the president a week or two ago and someone called on the show and did you hear that? He sounded crazy. The men in black and the, there are. People that are part of a shadow government. Everybody knows that. I don't care if we're a Republican, Democrat. Are you going to try to tell me that there is not a new world order? Are you going to try to tell me that there are marching orders that are being given by some of the most wealthy of the wealthy of the wealthy that you'll never even fathom how much wealth? They wipe their butt with $100 bills. I'm telling you. No friends, Republican and Democrat. Skull and bones type people. Let's just put it that way. Skull and bones type people literally are a big problem in this country. You heard it here. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat, a Republicrat, as I usually like to uh, define you. The truth is, is that until we have a viable third party in this country, a viable, and I'm not talking about the Libertarian Party. Libertarian basically are conservatives with liberal tendencies. Okay, stop. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, Gary Johnson, okay, the guy that's stoned half the time in interviews, that's the Libertarian choice. Give me a break. Ross Perot was probably one of the more viable candidates, but, you know, it just wasn't the right time at that time, back in that time. There needs to be a true third party, well-funded, well-organized, that can literally hold its own because the Republicans and Democrats, they have cheated us for decades. Yes, I know Trump's a Republican, but you know what? Let's be honest. You know he's a populist. You know he's a nationalist. He only had to run as a Republican because he had to run either as a Republican or Democrat. But if you look at Donald Trump, he's not really a Republican. He's a nationalist. He's a populist. And I'm okay with that. I told you that he was a nationalist and a populist. And guess what? So am I. And I'm a registered independent. Believe it or not, I am a complete conservative. But you know what? There are a couple liberal social programs that I think are beneficial to this country. I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not going to sit and basically have someone pigeonhole me in a corner. I speak the truth. I'm in nobody's back pocket but my own. Until we have a viable third party in this country, America is screwed. It's just simple. And Donald Trump is as close as a third-party candidate as you're going to get. Just the facts. Even though he is a Republican, he's not a Republican in terms of ideology and characteristics. I mean, hell, he's more conservative than George W. Bush ever pretended to be. Definitely more conservative than George H.W. Bush. More conservative than Ronald Reagan. Come on, let's be intellectually honest. I loved Ronald Reagan. But Donald Trump was much more conservative, is much more conservative than Ronald Reagan. Just look at his choices for justice uh, for the for the Supreme Court. Come on now. Oh, so much to talk about. 
tonight. Busy show, busy calls. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Let's do this. Let's take a break. We've got to pay some bills. And when we come back, it's straight to the calls we go. Don't go away. from a fool not when you're hanging out here every single night with yours truly and i appreciate you being with me i also want to give you some good advice uh some good advice if you're looking for a disinfecting company sanitizing service for your home or business look no further than my friends at germ hero they are the number one disinfection and sanitizing service for home and business Fast, affordable, safe disinfection and sanitizing services that get this, killed 99.99% of harmful germs, viruses, bacteria, flu, pathogens, mold, and fungi in your home or business. Look, flu season's around the corner. Yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're coming out of it. And I think we're a lot more aware of washing our hands and doing things that can be proactive, preventative. That's what's important. It's a, it, these guys are just awesome. Eric is the CEO there. I've gotten to know him and these guys are incredible, very competitive, fast turnaround, uh, turnaround time. They give you personalized support. And I'm telling you, they are more competitive than anybody else out there. I've looked, believe me, they've got long hours. Early mornings, late evenings, they work around you, and they have got free online estimates. And, of course, if you mention Steve Sanchez, you will get your special pricing. You can visit them at germhero.com or simply call 1-800-497-1488. That's germhero.com or 1-800-497-1488. Do this for your house or business. We have, you won't be sorry. Germhero.com. They are the sponsors of this half hour. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls from Southern California. It's burning down. That's what I'm hearing. Khalid the Patriot, you're up next. Good evening, Steve. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you is a better question. Well, you know, we're hanging in there, Steve. Um, I, I can tell you the uh, sky is much more um, clearer than it was uh, in the past couple of days. So, uh, But I do hate to break it to you, Steve. It is because of arson. Um, in Oregon, um, I think, I believe, six, seven uh, Antifa members were arrested by, uh, I don't have the name of the sheriff's department. It's a specific county. I can get you the name for it. But they arrested six, seven individuals. They were caught throwing Molotov cocktails. Wow. In the forest. So. Oh, good God. Uh, that's just. Yeah. I hope that those, and if, you know, that's factual and, and that comes out to be Khalid, I hope the highest degree of consequence is levied against these people because, oh, you know, people's property, people are dying, you know, absolutely. wildlife being evacuated. It's it's just craziness. Absolutely. I'll get you the article probably Monday, but just, okay. just so I can prove what I'm saying. I'll get you the article. And you I know. I've heard chatter about that. See, that's, I mean, you know, I've heard chatter about that. 
and yeah. I just weren't I wasn't able to substantiate. But and you know, but like again, Khalid, you know, if you're going to be burning down cop precincts and businesses and burn cop cars, then it doesn't surprise me that uh, this is happening. No, but but anyway, Steve, um, I want to talk about nine eleven for a little bit because you do know, Steve, it's it's a very very uh, dear thing to me. It's very very close to my heart. Um, about what happened on that day so many years ago. Um, I am going to respectfully disagree with what you and J.D. said about those dancing Muslims. Um, I can tell you for a fact we weren't celebrating or dancing. Um, I do know for a fact that there were several Israeli Mossad agents that were filming the attacks in New York City as it was happening, and they were high-fiving and clapping each other and celebrating. Uh, Of course, they were whisked out of the country quickly. Uh, The NYPD did arrest them. But they were ordered by, uh, I, I believe his name is Michael Chirkov. He was a Bush administration. Well, let me uh, let me say this, because I, w- I want you to know, uh, if you heard what I said, I said Middle Easterners uh, that Donald Trump had saw. And there was Middle Easterners. But the truth of the matter is, I think everybody knows that, has any common sense, Khalid, that uh, Muslims uh, did not perpetrate, uh, you know, uh, or, or all celebrated. Uh, I think anybody that has any sense knows that. I think at least I hope people that have sense know that. But there was no question that there were Middle Easterners celebrating uh, this. And yes, Middle Easterners also Israelis. So if we want to put labels, Israelis, it could have been Iraqis, Iranians, Syrians, who knows? I say Middle Eastern because I can't put a, a label But uh, we're out of time, my friend. I do appreciate it. But have a good weekend. This is Steve Sanchez. Top of the hour news is next. And we're going to talk more about this and take calls in hour number two. Don't go away.